Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Kate Harlow here. Before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to extend a personal invitation to you um, for my upcoming workshop that's absolutely free coming up on February 18th and 19th called Aligned Closure. And who Aligned Closure is for is for women who are going through a divorce. Perhaps you went through a divorce a couple of years ago. Maybe you're just starting the process of separating but there's a feeling of resentment towards your ex staying stuck in the past, stuck in the story. Um, perhaps you just don't know where to go from here. You have a brand new life and you don't know where to go from here. It's also for women going through breakup. So, you know, I look at it the same, a relationship ending is a relationship ending. And if you're having a hard time letting go of the past and really creating a present and future that you love and that feels really good to you. This workshop is for you. Aligned Closure is all about learning how to create and find that closure inside of yourself so that you can move on and you can use this time as a catalyst for growth. So I would love to have you there. It's two and a half hours um, on Saturday and Sunday morning, February 18th and 19th, 8 a.m. till 10.30 a.m. Pacific. And as I'm in Europe, so <laughs> my workshops are always in the morning and um, would love, love, love to have you there. So if this feels aligned for you, if you are going through a relationship rupture, you're ready to take your power back, you're ready to stand on your own two feet, you're ready to feel good. You're ready to feel happy in your life again and to really get to know who you are. This is the most potent, potent transformational time. Then join me February 18th and 19th. We will link uh, the Aligned Closure Workshop below this episode. And I can't wait to see you there. It's going to be live on Zoom. So we actually get to see each other face-to-face -face and uh, interact. So I'm so excited to meet you. If this is not you, but a woman you know who has been impacted by divorce or a big breakup, please send her my way and uh, can't wait to dive deep. So lots of love. Enjoy this week's episode and we'll see you soon. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to episode 163 of The New Truth, Valentine's edition, how to distinguish the difference between lust and love. Damn, we waited 163 episodes <laughs> to, do <this laughs> to distinguish <one. laughs> the difference between lust and love. I think, first of all, I want to say happy Valentine's Day, happy um, Hallmark commercial holiday to all you beautiful souls out there. Um, I want to wish you a loving day for your own heart. I hope that you love and tend to and nurture and romance yourself today rather than waiting for someone else to do it for you. Amen. 
Amen. We did a whole episode on about Valentine's Day and how to actually enjoy it because I'm someone that loved it even when I was single and Andrew and I still have a little ritual that we do now. So my wish for you is essentially to feel whatever you freaking feel today without making yourself wrong and remembering that your life isn't over because you're single and you don't have to follow whatever our culture's conditioning says. And plenty of people are struggling in their marriage, even though they'll post a cute picture today. Yes, yes, yes. Remember. I want to say that no matter how cute other people's photos are today, you don't know anything about their relationship and how they were feeling five minutes before they took that picture or what they did last night. And so remember, you know, I love what you just said, romancing yourself. There's an episode we have to do later. Yes. Um, Date yourself like me night, like wine and dine yourself. Imagine creating the most epic date for yourself. What would Whatever that be? would be fun today. Like, what do you need today? What would be fun today? You don't have to just like sit at home and twiddle your thumbs. I mean, I stay away from freaking restaurants. Like, no, thank you. All the prices are jacked up um, for, for dinner tonight anyway. But, you know, you can you can enjoy today or you can treat it like any other day if that's your stick. And that's awesome. But you don't have to bring other people down who love it. And you certainly don't have to decide that other people are happier because they're in a relationship. And then your happiness is dependent on that. No, that's not how it works. Their happiness belongs to you. It's an inside job. That's been the theme. I feel like we said that so many times the past couple episodes, like the remembrance that it's an inside job. But I, I would always spend time with my friends on Valentine's Day. We had little rituals with my girlfriends. Like we made sure we were always together and none of us were alone. Oh yeah. There's that Galentine's day and Pal. Oh, the day before day. <laughs> February 13th is Galentine's day. Oh, is but, it? I thought, but it was on it. Valentine's day, we, we always made sure we were together. Yeah. I think, you know, because it, okay. We can pretend it doesn't exist. Right. It's like trying to pretend Christmas doesn't, doesn't exist <laughs> yeah. or Halloween in Western world are in not the Western world, North America. Halloween really doesn't exist in, in Greece. <laughs> it wasn't here last year. Um, but definitely like it's a thing, right? And and I'm even thinking about the women who are the Valentine's haters. If you want to grow into parts of yourself, you're disassociated from, because chances are if you're a Valentine's hater, you're a controller and your heart is shut down. Your heart is closed. Not to say it's not about the holiday. It's not about like, I'm not a fan of fantasy holidays, which is why I said Hallmark holiday. I'm not a huge fan of Valentine's day. The, the man that I'm dating, um, is excited about it. So I'm like, cute. Okay. We're going to do something this year because he cares about it. I don't really, but it's not from a place of like, that's stupid. Fuck Valentine's day. Although I have experienced that in my life. So notice where you are in your relationship Mm -hmm. to this day. And if you're in that resistant, that's stupid. I hate this day, you know, but underneath that is actually a young girl that feels, um, lonely or sad or like she's not enough then definitely love yourself up today even if you hate it okay valentine that's our little valentine's beginning rant Um, but now we're going to unpack the difference between lust and i think we should start with why is it important to know the difference Mm. between lust and love so this was your idea so how about you (laughs) start us off I feel like I love this topic and I can't believe it's taken us this long either. However, this is the podcast. Like the whole podcast is about the difference between lust and love. And that's why it's so important. The fairy tale is lust. 
what we see on TV shows, what we see in movies, what we see on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, bullshit, love is blind, all the shows, we only see the lust phase of a relationship, which is the beginning phase of a relationship, right? So this isn't about like lust being bad, right? The the desire, the physical physical attraction is why you swipe right or left <laughs> on someone, right? Physical attraction is, is the starting point for everyone wanting to engage with someone they're interested in. But lust is dependent only on that. Like that's the lust phase primarily about instant gratification, primarily about physical attraction, primarily about actually just getting that immediate need met, right? To be close physically. And there's no awareness about who this person is, whether or not they're good for you, whether or not you even like them as a friend. It's only about that, you know, insta connection. But the problem is people are calling that love. And I know so many people that are just chasing that phase over and over, right? Like maybe you're someone who's never even made it to the next phase of a relationship because you stay stuck in lust. And there's all this unbelievable research about people that are in lust, their brains light up exactly the same way as someone who's using drugs. So this isn't also about shaming you. This is actually recognizing. And I think I've shared this before about, you know, falling in love with Andrew, that I had one foot in the recognition of how intense our chemistry was while holding, like, that's not all there is. Like, that's what consciousness is about. Most people are falling into lust. And then telling themselves it's love or telling themselves that this is a good person for them or telling themselves that somehow this relationship is going to last. And many people are addicted to that phase. So I care about this because I mostly want us to stop calling lust love and remember that that's how intense the fairy tale is. Also, lust is 100% about fantasy. It's never grounded in reality. Love is grounded in reality. Love is in, in on two feet on the ground seeing someone for who they are and about emotional intimacy and connection, not only about physical. So those are the biggest differences for me, but that's why it's important because we only see lust in our culture. And then people tell themselves, that's what I want, you know, and then they're chasing that, which is not love. Yes, exactly. Emily in Paris and that guy, the French guy, that's lust. (laughs) Um, I have to watch that. I don't watch that. Oh, it's so cute. It's so Mm -hmm. cute. I mean, Kate in Athens, Emily in Paris. I (laughs) I think, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So, um, yeah, I was thinking that if we look at lust as a feeling, you can ground yourself in lust when you're doing everything we teach you on every single new truth episode, knowing like it's going, it's like these chemicals that get released in your body. And like, if you go straight from your body to your mind and then spin all the stories in your mind about what it means and who this person is and, and, you know, oh, it must be the one, or this is the guy that like, this needs to be a relationship. I need to rush this. I need to move this forward. I need to get married. I need to put it in a box. Like this feels so good. We need to like, we need to have it all right now. And that cookie monster feeling takes Mm. over. That's when you, you pause, you go, go to Vipassana meditation for 10 days, do something that's silent meditation. For those of you who don't know, my client just did that 10 days of silent meditation that you literally have to sit for 10 hours a day, sit, you can't even lay down. I'm like short circuiting hearing about this, but it, I, I say that as a joke because it's like, 
I mean, that's something incredibly drastic as to like grounding yourself and getting yourself out of the story and out of your head and out of the illusion, the delusions and the illusions that your mind will spin up when you are feeling these these sensations in your body. So during the beginning phase of meeting someone, when you have all of these amazing endorphins running in your body, do as many grounding practices as possible learn how to ground, go yeah. walk in the forest. I was going to say bare feet, but don't, maybe don't do that right now. If you, you live somewhere cold, um, but, but, you know, walk in the forest, spend more time outside, do uh, meditation practices, Google, you uh, look on YouTube, grounding meditations or grounding exercises, yoga, nidra, yin yoga. There's so many things that you can do to ground your energy and to learn how to get out of that air frequency, that air quality, which is just thinking, 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 and how to get back into your body because you, the fantasy addict story writer in your mind is just going to sweep you away into the future because of a beautiful feeling you're having. So two things are happening. You're, you're a, you're rushing the, the beautiful feelings rather than allowing yourself to actually receive them, integrate them, satiate, like let them satiate you and feel them fully. If you're in your mind about the fantasy story, you're actually kind of like ripping yourself off because the Mm -hmm. phase will be rushed. The feelings will be rushed and you won't get to fully experience them. And two, you're going to miss the red flags. So when you get high on these lusty feelings, you'll miss the red flags. And, you know, you might be in fantasy of this chemistry and this intensity, but, you know, deep down your gut is like screaming no, or something's off or something doesn't feel right. It's really easy to trump that when you get swept by lust. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny that we're talking about this today because I had a woman yesterday who I had a beautiful woman who I had a call with who talked about how she's get, she gets into relationships based really based on lust. It was like the, she gets so hot and heavy and excited in the beginning. And then about two years in, it's like, okay, this is boring time to move on. And I, I had shared with her, I was so similar when I was the fantasy addict for like my teenage and twenties and early thirties, every relationship was a year and a half. And I was like, okay, I, I was be like, this is the one. Oh my gosh, he's the one. I've definitely shared this before. My cousin's like, dude, you've said that like 20 times. Like <laughs> every guy is the one. And it's because I was so high yeah. on the lust that I wanted it to be this big thing. And then a year and a half, I the 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 high would wear off probably before that, but about a year and a half, I couldn't tolerate it anymore. The lack of lust. So I'd leave um, because, and and so obviously that's, you know, satiating and unsatiated person. Like I wasn't filled up within myself or in my life. So I'd get high on the feelings. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as they'd wear off, I'd be like looking for the next guy. Cause it was like, this one wasn't giving me the, the juice anymore. So many people are doing that. And, and what's so sad, which is why I freaking love the podcast is like, this is what we're told is love right? Like the drama, the intensity, the passion, the only the falling stage of lust, right? How many more bachelor bachelorette couples do we have to see not work out, <laughs> you know, like, and, and we don't have any education around what love actually is. And that's what I feel so sad about. And, and, and what I've said a hundred thousand times is like the bad news of the fairy tale, isn't that there isn't magical love, but the, the worst of the fairy tale is that the magic was told that it was outside of you. It was in finding someone else rather than you are the magic. And the key, you know, back to the research about the brain, 
people that were in loving relationships, the brain, it showed a total different sensation when seeing like stressful things or scary things or being in uncomfortable situations that when people were with a loving partner and the relationship was solid, they had a whole different experience of things that were hard and, and difficult because they had the stability and security of a loving partner, right? So if we think that lust is about instant gratification, like just getting an immediate need met, love grows over time, right? You fall more in love with someone, the more time you spend with them. I've said this before, because I love it. And it's Ken pages of um, deeper dating where he said, someone either becomes more beautiful to you or not. And like, that's how, you know, you're moving out of lust. You fall in love with the soul of who someone is, or it has to get beyond just physical attraction. And I want to say, cause I I'm sure you've had clients say this. So many of my clients have had to work through, they think their worth is to, is from what they look like, right? That like they're seeking the validation of being pretty or hot because they're empty with their own soul. They don't believe that their soul is enough. So they're putting all this energy into what they look like rather than into how they feel and who they are. And when people ask me, like, how did you know you were in love with Andrew? The answer is there was nothing I wanted to change about him. I appreciate it. So let's talk about what love is. Love is emotional intimacy. Love is empathy, right? Genuine caring about the experience someone else is having. When you're in lust, it's like primal animal. Like you only care about yourself, honestly. Like you have to like, really just let's be honest about lust for a second. Like, it's just about, I want you to validate me, you to connect with me, you to have sex with me. Not, I want you to be happy. Love is, I want you to be happy. Even if it's not with me. How about that? That's real love, right? Love is deep acceptance. You know, someone asked me yesterday, what did I, if I could define self-love, what would I say? And I literally said self-acceptance like that. That's what self-love is not trying to be someone you're not performing, pretending, perfecting just that truth of like, this is who I am. This is what I've been through. This is what's important to me. This is where I'm going. These are my quirks and my, and my flaws. And these are my gifts and it's enough. And that's how, you know, you love someone. Because you see them for who they actually are, but you're not in fantasy. You're grounded in reality. You've had enough time. I'm very impressed that lust lasted a year and a half for you with some of these relationships. Well, I, I mean, I, I think I lasted a year and a half. The lust was maybe six months, maybe wow. like the, the fantasy. My God. Six I months was to like, a year. I mean, I could, I think I, I've never had beyond Andrew. I never had a relationship last longer than a year. And there usually was a first breakup at six months. <laughs> like, like I could never get, I never did get beyond anything because I was in lust. And of course, when you're in lust, you're not behaving authentically. Your, your whole animal self takes over because you're just chasing the chemistry. Mm-hmm. Whereas love is deep friendship empathy, understanding, caring, acceptance, it still includes passion, but it's now not just about like, I'm not turned on by my husband every day only because of how he looks right. Like it's not, I thought you were just going to say, I'm not turned on by, Oh, I am turned on by my husband every day, but it's like, I'm turned on watching him like be on work calls and like be in his comp in his confidence. I'm turned on by him when he's playing with our baby. I'm turned on by him and feel connected to him when he does something so thoughtful and caring toward me that like he just the gesture of kindness to let me know that he's thinking of me in some way 
I feel deeply connected. That's love, right? Lust is I need a text. I need a good morning text. I need to have sex with them. I need to be around this person. Again, notice how it's just about you, you know? And so I don't want to say that love is self. I mean, lust is selfish and there's a self, the selflessness quality of healthy love is that it's, I'm in service to like each of our growth, right? The attention is on, are we both becoming more than we would be alone when we're together? Like, are we becoming more full, happier, more expanded as a result of being together? Like I care about your growth and happiness, even if it means you might not want to be with me. I feel like that line always blows people's minds. Like that's how, you know, you're in love when you want that person to be happy, even if it means not with you. Like that's the freedom. And, and I would say that's that when we think of the breakup episode we just did, that's when you kind of know that you are free from your past and your ex. When like you can see, say to yourself, like, I want to be happy and want my past partner to be happy. <laughs> you know, like we each get to thrive and we didn't thrive together, but now, you know, now we can. Um, so that's, those are the biggest differences I think about lust versus love and, and why the fairy tale just drives me crazy. Cause we don't, no one sees real love. Like we don't have any examples of people actually being in love and working through things in their life on TV. Most people are doing it behind closed doors, you know, and we don't know what it's like. Yeah. And it's, it's just, I have so many things to say to so many things you said, I will see, we'll see how I do. Um, yeah. Just like, it just seems so, it feels so empty that the, the lust piece when you, when you, when that's Mm. the only kind of love that you're chasing is that high feeling, because I mean, when you think about drugs, it's like, okay, maybe it feels great at the time, but you feel horrible the next day. You feel depleted for the next week. You feel like your serotonin levels are actually depleting. Like it's not, you don't even get to get back to your baseline again. And it's like taking from you and, and fantasy lust-based love is the same where it's like constantly siphoning your energy. It's taking from you. And I was just thinking, um, what really stood out was when you said the physical thing about physical appearance and lust. It's like when we're, when we care so much, I, I remember back to that time when I was the fantasy love addict, I wore, okay. You remember the movie bridesmaids? Yeah. Best movie. It was such Definitely. a good movie yeah. <laughs> um, where she puts makeup on in bed and like pretend she wakes up like that. <laughs> that was yeah. me. I literally like wore makeup to bed and could not show, Mm. I don't even wear very much makeup, but I had a belief that I was ugly without makeup on and I couldn't wake up without makeup on next. I had to have a little bit of mascara because I have blonde eyelashes and I had to have, you know, a little bit of like pink on my cheek, whatever. I would like gloss (laughs) and be like, this is how I woke up. Um, and it was crazy, like for that whole time. And then as soon as I would stop giving a shit, what they like, how they thought I looked, it meant I really didn't care about them anymore. So Mm. it was like, just reflecting back on that time, like it was so surface, it was so skin deep. And, you know, it was all about like, who do I need to be? So you like me and, you know, contorting self and, um, or controlling, controlling the situation to try and make them like you. And it's like that, um, I know I've talked about this before, but that difference between validation and recognition when you are in love with someone. And I think that you can experience love way more in all of your relationships when you're in yourself, when you're in love with yourself, when you have a relationship with yourself, when you're at home in yourself, you just attract much deeper relationships where people 
love and adore you and accept all of who you are because you accept all of who you are. If you are comfortable being all of who you are and bringing the good, bad, and the ugly and being vulnerable, but not a fucking complaining victim, but vulnerable and honest and real and raw and being willing to share your edges and being willing to let people see you and being willing to take responsibility for yourself and your pain and your pleasure and all of that. Like when you're living from that place, you get to feel seen by everyone in your life and you get to experience real love in all your relationships. So I feel like for people who like for women who are on this journey, the longer you are on this journey and the longer you are committed to that relationship with you, the more easier it will be to not get swept by the lust feeling, not get swept off your feet and be that princess who's been kidnapped by the prince instead of, <laughs> you know, the powerful queen who's rooted in herself, who doesn't lose herself in love because you have it everywhere in your life. And you know what that feels like, that difference between validation. I need you to see me. Why don't you see me? I'm going to try another thing and another thing and another thing to get you to see me versus recognition. This is who I am. And you being like, wow, who you are is amazing. I'm loving who you are. And the, and, and another distinguisher for me is like the deepening when we're mm. in, when you're in love, it's like deepening yeah. in your relationship with, with yourself and with each other versus um, the timeline, which is, which is just like, okay, next thing, next thing, next thing, next fantasy thing on the list. It's a deepening into knowing yourself, into meeting different parts of yourself, into getting, getting to know this person. And it feels more like, a treasure hunt where it's like, Ooh, mm. there's another cool part about you. Ooh. And I didn't know that edgy part and like, Ooh, and it's just like revealing self reveal witnessing other. And there's this open-hearted curiosity. It doesn't mean it's not going to come without activation, trigger pain. Um, but again, like it's that feeling of reciprocity, reciprocal care, care for self. I, I mean, a lot of women have the care for other, they either, it's like the lust where it's like cookie monster and you just want for yourself more, 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 or there's the, you know, want for the other mm. and, and not considering self versus like really being, having that care for yourself, which is that being willing to let the other person go. If that's the most honoring thing for you to do for both of you, because if the other person wants to leave or needs to leave the relationship and you want to hold on, that's not caring for you either. Cause then you're choosing to be with someone who can't be with you. Right. And not usually the people that are doing that, like the obsessive, well, I, I just love him. I love him. I do want him to be happy. You're being his mother and you're not paying attention to the unbelievable lack of care toward you. Right. And of course, you're going to date at the level of your self-esteem. You're going to date at the level of intimacy tolerance for you. So you don't get to say, oh, they're unavailable, right? It's going to be, you're going to date and have or be in relationship with whatever is reflecting you. So when I think about what you just said about the beauty of like deep care for self and care, someone caring for you then reflects the way you care for yourself. Like that's, that is the secret. And then the last thing I'll say on Valentine's day, I mean, I love you. Like I'm, I'm talking with you right now, thinking about all that you're saying around what happens when you're you know, connected to yourself and you love yourself and you're free to be yourself. That this message on Valentine's day is about how love gets to be everywhere in your life. The fairy tale told you that you only get to have love when you have a romantic partner. That's the biggest lie of all. Yes. And that's what feeds tracing lust, which is not 
love, right? The women who are filled up are women that have people who love them in their life. I have shared before that I learned how to love myself by looking around at all my friends who loved me. And then I was like, they can't all be crazy. Like all these, all my girlfriends, like really lovely. Like maybe I am enough. Maybe I can, you know, let this in. And that's what transformed my life. Not chasing a man's love, looking at how love existed and all the ways that it did. And then of course, breaking free from the fairy tale, which enabled me to then have the real thing, not only in my friendships, but now in my romantic partnership. Yeah. And so it was so, so be- like, this was just perfect for Valentine's day. And the rec- you know, the truth that love is, everywhere in every form the lie is that it's only in romantic partnership and loving yourself is not this like cute thing to do it's your greatest asset greatest protection from abusive relationships and the primary function to then attract someone who reflects that back to you someone who loves you as deeply as you do that that's the magic um and that in in love you're a team you know that may be the last thing I wanted to say with with lust it's just about you whereas love how you just said beautifully about reciprocity that you know you're a team right there's that truth of security and stability of like I've got you like I'll be here with you not as your parent taking care of you but as your best friend like as a friend and lover lust your only lovers in love your friends and lovers yeah, so that's it for beautiful. me. I love it. Devote exactly. Devote yourself to creating a life that you love and creating a life of love. Mm. You can do this. We believe you in you. Happy Valentine's Day. Love yourself up today. And we're sending you so much love. Love, 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 love. We'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.